Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Wednesday the 20th of July. I'm Charles Firth and with us today are Alex Avulovic. Hello. And Lachlan Hodson. Hello. Uh, hello, hello. Oh, That's me. And anyone else, like Dom for example, like everyone Hi. else is sick. Basically, and we're actually going to yeah. chat a, a little about why they're sick and what they might have oh, earlier really? in this episode. Well, oh, okay. Are we chatting about COVID today? Oh yeah, let's talk about uh, vaccines. Let's solutions. chat about oh, vaccines, COVID. Fun. We're going to chat Albo yes. and a couple of the quarantine issues oh, that are yes. happening at the moment. Uh, all that coming up after this. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. So Lachlan, yes, I thought COVID that was like last year, the yeah. year before, last isn't year, it, the year before, and the year it, before. Isn't point. it over? It's no, over. it's not over. This is the over. thing. COVID, really? it's having a reunion tour. It's the John Farnham of diseases. Oh, so that's why oh. all my extended family yes. and everyone at work is sick. Yes, yeah. So oh. Mark Butler, health uh, minister. Yeah, right? minister. Yeah, yeah. Health minister Mark Butler has said that there's going to be a third wave of COVID that, that's incoming, and so they've done a whole bunch of stuff to try and prevent this as much as we can. Don Perrottet's naturally done nothing. Mm. But there's another third wave coming. That's what people are predicting. Either of you had COVID recently or do you know people Well, I think sick? the point is you can't really tell anymore because the rat yeah. tests don't work. My no. mum had COVID and it was only wow. weeks afterwards that the dogs took blood and said, oh, yeah, it looks like you probably had COVID recently. Oh. So, sorry, the PCRs were... PCR didn't work, rat Whoa. didn't work. Wow. Yeah. Same with my son. My son had something and a couple of days ago went to the doctor and the doctor said, this looks like you've just had COVID. Like, so really, there's something about BA five that's a bit sneaky. Well, that's Ooh. really fascinating because yeah. I had a cold recently. Yes. I, yes. I was absolutely wiped out, and I was really quite disappointed in myself because I thought that I had let just something like a common cold, yeah, floor you, wipe me out. I was in bed for days, mm. and, and I did a, a PCR, and it came back negative for all variants of COVID that PCRs detect at the moment. Mm. And it also now, I'm not sure if anyone's done a PCR lately, mm. but they also tell you if you've got influenza A, influenza B or RSV. Oh. Yeah, so what is RSV? Look, I'm not going to pretend to know, yeah. but I I'll saw, pretend but I, right now. It I sounds saw like that on respiratory the... something virus. Ah, right. I saw that on an invite to a barbecue once though. Is that <laughs> not... <laughs> <laughs> no, so this is the thing. They test for so much stuff with the PCRs yeah, at the moment. Yeah, right. Okay. But apparently COVID BA2 can still get through. Or BA, isn't it BA5 or something? Maybe it's monkeypox. Oh, I'm thinking of bananas in pyjamas. Oh, that would be nice. BA5. No, no. Is, it, um, monkeypox. Monkeypox. Because it's out now, they're saying it's going to be endemic in the US. It's now huh. like 1,500 or something. I, is it? Is it bad? It's, it's, isn't it smallpox? It's I a form it, of smallpox. Oh, it's not it? just a little scab. It's like it does other things to your body. You know that that's an STI, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you get it by having bum sex. I don't think it's monkeypox that is also going under the PCR. Right, radar. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm personally quite excited for monkeypox. <laughs> I remember seeing COVID come by and I really missed a good shot to be anti-vax. 
Those guys were having so much fun. Yes. They were out on the street, yes. punching horses, dancing around. I reckon I'm going to be anti-vax this time. When monkeypox comes around, I'll be anti-vax for that one. Well, so this is fascinating. We're going to talk a little about vaccines. Uh, oh. So you know how we ripped into the government a lot in the last year or so because of not ordering enough vaccines? Yes, yes. Uh, it was a pretty staple joke. They should have just ordered hundreds of millions. <laughs> well, Charles, oh. they might have overcorrected. Oh, dear. Right. <laughs> yeah, experts are now actually a bit pissed off at Australia oh, yeah. and other first world nations for oh, ordering... Yeah. Far too many vaccines. Do you do either so of you want to have a stab at guessing how many Australia ordered in the end? Well, okay, so there's 25 million people in Australia. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's got to have two doses. Well, oh. everyone's got to have four doses, don't they? So I reckon probably 75 million, they probably ordered 100 million if you're saying they over-ordered. Yeah. Because yeah. I know that the reason why the booster hasn't been more widely available is because they didn't have enough. So, yeah, yeah. Mm. 100 million. Okay, 100 million, Alexa? I'd say 125. I think five per person. <laughs> Okay, uh, double that. Two hundred and fifty. No, sorry, sorry, not double. <laughs> Two hundred and twenty-five million vaccines got ordered in the end. So, so and so eleven what was per person. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sorry, you, I'm only up to my nine. <laughs> well, bugger me. Yeah, because actually, it's not twenty-five million anyway, is it? Because under sixes can't have it. So, oh, yeah, actually oh, like yeah. and then you take out for the five percent of the population, yeah, which the, are naturally anti-vax, which is fascinating. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, two hundred and twenty-five so million. million. And so, what was the thinking there? Were, were they go? Was it like Doctor Evil, where it's yeah. like we were ordered two hundred and twenty-five <laughs> million? No, I think I think it just feels nice to order those vaccines. There's nothing that warms your heart more than taking vaccines away from the third world. Yes, uh, well, that's why Kevin Rudd probably got into it. <laughs> well, probably. I mean, Peter Dutton. Yeah. Would have loved to take oh. vaccines away from poor people. Yeah. You know, that would have just rocked his world. They probably got it from that. You know how the World Health Organization had that Novavax scheme? Yeah, yeah. I bet you <laughs> they went and stole all the vaccines from that, no, from no, that no, no, scheme. No, 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 no. These no. are ours now. We only yeah, want yeah, these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. No, well, actually, it's fascinating. So the numbers are that uh, of the 225 million that we've ordered, uh, there's also a 40 million on top of that. That got donated. So we ordered oh, so even more. We've already... Right. This Who's is donating the, vaccines to Australia? No, no, donated. We donated to... No, 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 we, oh, we okay. donated it. Out so, of, I'll tell you who's donating uh, vaccines to Australia. Probably <laughs> Australians. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a blind trust situation. <laughs> oh, no. So, but can't we just donate more? Like, like, there's parts of the world where there's only 20% vaccination rates. Mm. Like, a lot mm. of the third world has only 20% vaccination rates. Mm. How about we bring them here? As like, in we open the borders? Yeah, yeah. So we bring in heaps of refugees oh. and then we have people to put our vaccines in. That's Isn't a that? very cute idea. Yeah, I, don't, I think you, you just don't You know understand. the ratings of now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's not a very you, electable idea. You don't idea. really oh. understand Australia, Alexa. Oh. Um, you just oh. want that. You want your 12th jab, Yes, you? yes, I do. <laughs> well, no, so this is what's fascinating is there is work being done. Albo's been in the news for the last week or so because he wanted to ditch pandemic leave. Oh, oh yes. yeah. That was, yes, a, huge call that was that, a great idea. Yeah. Don't you think that that, that just reeked of... Morrison style governance. Mm. Like where, yeah. like it was exactly the same playbook, which was do something completely ridiculously out of step where everyone else was, you know, like the, the just the federal government completely out of touch, going, oh, mm. wow, the numbers are going up, everyone's scared. Every state government wanted pandemic leave to, to stay on, whether they were Lib or Labor, they wanted it to stay on. And the federal government then just got kicking and screaming <laughs> weeks late. 
into going, oh, okay, I'll back down. And it was just Morrison's playbook. He's just playing from Morrison's playbook. Is it like an echo of a, a government ghost past? Or? I don't know. I think, I think there's a lot of geniuses in, <laughs> in Albo's office and they've gone... How do we how do we replicate the genius? Yes. <laughs> These guys Morrison. stayed in for nine years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, true. yeah exactly. <laughs> They're getting the ball. Yeah. So there was the um. Uh, he wanted to get rid of pandemic leave. Yes. He also has recently rejected uh, um, claims that uh, people should uh, what, what quarantine. It's a seven day quarantine still for for COVID. Uh, and he's yeah. sort of gone, we're not lowering that. We shouldn't. There's no reason to lower that just yet. Which, you know. Uh, I, so what, I, what, would, what was the proposal? To people are saying that it shouldn't days. be a seven-day thing. It should be less. Oh, why? Uh, because it's probably coming from the, the more financial um, or economic. Oh, so that's actually a good thing. Like, like he's actually. He's actually, yeah, yeah. So I'd say that that's actually a good thing. But it was in the mm. news recently. Yeah. Um, and fourth doses. Fourth doses are now legal. And didn't um, he do a press conference the other day? Just like. Yeah. Two days ago, he mm. did a press conference which was all about how great masks were and everyone should wear a yes. mask. Yes, precisely. And none of the people <laughs> at the press conference were wearing masks. <laughs> yeah. Going, you oh. fucking idiots. Oh, what the gosh. fuck? <laughs> no, this is, yeah. this is absolutely true. So what do we do? What do we do? Right, With what, all of the, the spare, spare vaccines. Oh. And we can't, so we can't donate them overseas. Why can't we just donate them overseas? Like, well, we could. That's an oh, option. Oh, okay. That's an option. That's but that a, seems not as fun. That seems very mm. charitable. I don't think. I don't like. Are that. the vaccines? Are they just a vial, or are they the full combo syringe? Everywhere? No, no, no. It comes with the syringe. Yep. Well, Ooh. syringes are so useful. Yes. <laughs> we could put so many other things in a syringe. Well, well no, we could do. Um, so, what could we put in the syringes that would be better? Well, like, microchips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tiny five G antennas. <laughs> I, I think that we should go. We can use this for both research, and we can make mm. a one side of politics happy. We could find out what the lethal dose is yes. of vaccines, yes. and then make euthanasia a policy. Because yeah. there's that German guy mm. who got like ninety six yeah. vaccines. Because he was earning... Because he was trying to get Australian citizenship. Yeah. <laughs> 96? Yes, yes. He, he was doing it uh, as a way to get vaccine certificates. So in, a, mm. in Germany, I think because of privacy, oh, they just hand you a vaccine yeah. certificate each time you get a vaccine, but it doesn't have your name on it. And then he was selling the vaccine certificates. So he just kept on doing it 96 times. Wow. So we could... I mean, we could see whether... Know, Maybe we should million. be yeah. going to Germany. Mm. Uh, well, actually, no. Now we found out who ordered all of our vaccines. <laughs> yeah, that's <right>. <laughs> <laughs> that one German guy. <laughs> <laughs> really bad idea putting him uh. in charge of acquisition <laughs> of vaccines. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. What else can we do with the... What else is a vaccine, a COVID vaccine useful for? 
Obviously, the issue here is we're at a loss of profit. We spent all this money on vaccines. Yes. We're going to lose that. So we need to find a way to turn it into a profitable purchase. My pitch is oh, yes. we take photos of each individual vaccine and we mint them as NFTs. Yes. Oh, cool. Yes. And that way, and you know, we could start selling them on yes. the market. You don't actually have to get jabbed because it's all on the blockchain. No, you yes. Know? But you can the claim that this one's my yes. vaccine. This is the one that I got. Mm. And then you make anti-vaxxers happy because they can say, you know, I, I purchased a vaccine, but they don't have to get vaccinated. Well, the, mm. the anti-vaxxers can not purchase an mm. NFT of the vaccine as their protest, that can be their, their stance. <laughs> they don't, I'm no. not buying that NFC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying it. But, but it's not? so profitable right now. It's as profitable. Uh, you think about it, it's, it's the exact same market. So we had vaccines were incredibly hard to get. Only the rich and the top of society were getting them. Mm. And now it's like oh, any, any kid with a computer can, can quickly like, organise to get himself jabbed. It's just like NFTs. They used to be this thing that everyone was, was making millions and millions of dollars. And now, as yes. we've discussed at length on the podcast, the entire market's crashed. Yes. Thinking about it, they're, they're both equally as useless, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> like, so, but what is, do you know what is going to happen to them? Are they just going to throw them out? Is that so presumably they're just going to stay in uh, storage. they expire. But, they but expire. We're yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. we're never going to hit our climate targets if we're running that many refrigerators <laughs> to keep the keep the vaccines alive. Look, I think that Australia can become a world centre of research into vaccines, can't it? Because we've got all these spare vaccines. Mm. Do they make good toys? Let's do some research oh, yeah. projects about yeah. that. Like, yeah, yes. hand out the syringes to kids. <laughs> See how inventive they are, because yeah. we could then if they they could become the latest Christmas gift, oh. you know, like oh. you know, and as play dates, you'd go and you know, you go and you play friends. doctor. Yes, no, it's a because because kids yes. love to play doctor, yeah. doctor and, and nurse. stethoscope. Yes. But now you could actually, oh, oh. Charles, you're a That's genius. Great. Yes, okay, we've done it. Okay. I've it. got another pitch though. Yeah, so I like the idea of giving them out as toys or, or, or memorabilia. With that many, what we should do is we should have a massive event, or, or you pick an event that tons of people go to, like. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the Easter show, mm. and and you go, hey, look, self protection to defend themselves when they're at the Easter show. Oh, because oh, yes. everyone's always getting attacked. Like right. a getting sort of sad. shiv, a so shiv. Go, oh, oh, you want to fight? Hey, how about them apples? Yes. I've got Novavax. Oh, yeah, we, maybe maybe we just send them over to Ukraine. Yes, um, <laughs> and that you know you could. You could drop them down like a napalm. Yeah, drop them down. Very smart. Yes. Ah, And and then, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. You're not going to catch COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we've solved that problem. This week's very productive. Yesterday we solved climate change. Mm, mm. Today we've solved solved the the XX vaccine. And and, and on Monday we solved telling everyone about all of the different branches of Australian media. Yeah, that totally worked. For those of you who didn't listen on Monday, for whatever reason, Charles did a reading uh, of our 100th annual, or sorry, not 100th annual, 100th issue of The Chaser, which is fantastic. You can buy it online. I think there's a few copies left. Um, Charles, you did Chasershop.com. You did a reading uh, of The Chaser's Guide to the Australian Media. Yes. Can I, can I ask, there were, there were lots of different things in that book that you didn't do a reading from. Could, could, you, could I maybe pick a page for you to... 
Oh. Read from at the moment. Oh if right, you okay. Mind. Yeah, sure. I'd, I'd love to uh, get oh, you to read one of my one of my favourite segments. Oh dear. Um, the, the fantastic thing about this uh, this book is that it was written in the span of four days, and Charles would always come up to the other writers in the office and just say, "Oh, well, I want to bring back this thing from we wrote it originally. It was fantastic. It was fantastic." Uh, and he he said one day, "Oh, Lachlan." I really want to bring back prostitute reviews. <laughs> oh. So, Charles, would you be willing to, to do <laughs> yeah, well, this, a is, this is a column that Chris Taylor always wrote. Sorry, Seth Gordon is the the name of the writer. It was a it was a favourite, um, and it's actually he's reprised this column, Seth Gordon. Mm. Um, so, this is prostitute reviews. This is from uh, the Chaser hundredth edition, available at chasershop.com. Huh? Um, and yeah, we every week we'd have a prostitute review. Well, let's put uh, some nice him. sort of sound beds behind yeah, we'll this sort of prostitute yeah. review, something jazzy, sexy. Mm. Okay, uh, and, and this is a review of Jared from Rushcutters Bay, and uh, it's uh, three and a half stars out of five. Um, the first thing that hits you is the heady fragrance of lavender. In fact, dried flowers are a feature of this gorgeous Victorian terrace, located on a charmingly sun-kissed cul-de-sac lined with jacaranda trees and owlies. Sounds great. Yeah, Not yeah. so bad so far. I've been buzzed in via the front door intercom, but when I push the door open, there's no one on the other side to greet me. No signs of life at all. Just strong wafts of lavender. They create a, a sense they put you in the place. It's very Oh, I'm there. I'm there. I I'm can a, smell I'm about lavender. to have sex with Jared. Hello? I tentatively call out. Jared? No response. I peer through a bedroom door, but there's nobody in there. Second bedroom further along is similarly empty. I walk upstairs to the second level, where the scent of lavender grows even sweeter. I instinctively gravitate towards the winter sun that streams through a skylight at the north end of the house. Underneath its warm stand, a single door, which I push open to discover what must surely rank as one of the great penises of Sydney. I immediately take it into my mouth. As a receiver of head, Jared is peerless, happy to surrender to the pleasure he's receiving but never losing sight of who's paying to make this happen. In fact, in my 20 years of reviewing, I can't recall an afternoon of such sustained, assertive intercourse. At its conclusion, collapsing into bed sheets that reek of man's sweat and sperm, I realised something else too. We've managed to create an odour of our own to drown out the lavender. Whoa. (laughs) And just a note that all visits are paid independently by... Reviewers, yeah, yeah. I I thought this was this was meant to be funny, but it's actually it's just made me very jealous. I've never been able to <laughs> I've never been able to describe a sexual situation that well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Damn, I feel like I've just been having sex wrong my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Our gear is from Rode Microphones, and we are part of the Acast Creator Network. Catch you tomorrow. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.